Alright guys, finally I get a review walk part one, spec part two coming up. Um I reviewed this before. This is one of the one of my favorite movie review video blog I forgot to save years ago when I started doing the movie review thing on YouTube. Um let me just say this is still one of my favorite horror movies and oh yeah, I'll say horror because you know there's a warlock we're dealing with. Um the movie took place in the past a little bit, a little flashback scene. Like a prologue, I would say, about the war being captured in Boston, Massachusetts, and um, the witch hunter and the church is still ready to execute him. Um, he, he escapes with the help of Satan's power, I guess, because Satan sent him to the future, but the hunter went with the warlock too. Um, then the warlock crashed line with these two people a gay guy and this woman, they started taking care of him for a little while. And then while I finally woke up, he bit the guy's tongue off, steal his ring, he walks off. And he started wondering what is he doing in the future. Where's this psychic lady that's trying to conjure up this demon? She can't do it. Then the warlock knows she's faking it. And then the real demon finally appeared and the demon started telling the warlock that you know he was pretty much sent to the future to get three pages, like the three parts of the book of Grimoire, which is supposed to be like if you invoke, invoke the name of God backwards. You pretty much destroy all of creation, you know, not only on Earth, but all over the world. So the witch hunter that was able to come to the future while trying to get the warlock, spot the woman that was in the house, and then trying to explain to her, you know, where the warlock is. Um, when he got captured with the cops, um, the warlock finally came back to the house. He still got, he got one of the pages from the book in the house. So that's the reason why Fred Avery was destined to be in the house is to get the first page. He still the woman's bracelet and make put a cousin on there every decade. Like I would say twenty years that she's aged up. And um then she when she she knew about this, she said, Okay, I'm gonna go to the cops and be able to witch hunt out because she needs his help now. You know, and I have to go after the warlock while he's going to Colorado, trying to get the next page. He's killing people on the way, like he kill his kid, so he make a potion for fat, use human fat to fly. And um, the woman and the witch hunter and the woman had to go after the warlock pretty much. And then they found they got then the warlock went to the airport when the when the woman found out that the last page of the third part of the book he has to um, go to Boston. It's somewhere in Boston, so they took the airplane ride, and the warlock was there, and um. Oh, my mistake. Let me just say before that scene goes up. I always do that in my reviews lately. I'm so sorry, guys, man. Oh God. But uh, before the before they even went to the airport in Boston, um, the woman went after the warlock while the guy, which was taking care of the old man, because he saw the warlock's face and he was kind of like blinded a little bit. So the witch hunter had to stay with him, you know, to cure him, fix his um, to remove the hex, you know, and um. Going to Bowsie in Colorado and going to the second chapter, second page of the book, you know. Anyway, the warlock was running to the railroad track. Uh, the woman who's still aging, she's pretty much older, hammering the nail in the feet, and the warlock starts screaming. He put a ball of wood to cover the pig. They show the warlock head, head print and he's the nail on the hammer on the head print, and the warlock starts screaming. And then she found the so the bracelet where the warlock got unconscious. She um she about to grab the arm walk, wake up a little bit, she used the hammer and then she took the bracelet and then she finally got aged back, you know, back young again. 
and last time the poor one they went to the airport after that scene they went to the airport and they saw the wall the woman saw the wall lock but she didn't tell the guy because she didn't want the witch hunter to lose focus, you know? And um so they went to the airport and and then to the plane and the well, the witch hunter said knowing that the milk is stale, fire is blue, and he realized well, the, the witch is in the airplane and he started telling the woman about it, the woman said, No, 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 he's not, no, he's not and the witch hunter finally realized, wait a minute, you knew about this, did you? So, and you know, they said arguing a little bit and the witch I love for the warlock, the guys I love for the warlock. They can't find the warlock in the plane. And in the scene, you see the warlock underneath the plane with the luggages. When the plane landed to Boston, the warlock escapes. The witch hunter, the woman went to the old Boston church. Like, oh, what's it? Yeah, I think the old Boston church to talk to the priest about the book, where the third chapter of the page could be. And pretty much they went to the cemetery, where found out that the book was that the third page is actually in Redford's own grave, because he died in the past, of course. And then the warlock finally spotted them. You know, get the information off the priest. They didn't show you what happened when the warlock trying to get the information from the priest that told the witch hunter and the woman about the book. Um, if he killed them or not, the priest or his wife, they had nothing, or he let them live. There's no scene on that. It's just like they talked and then they skipped to that cemetery scene. So, I mean, unless there's an alternate scene or Denise scenes we should know about, but maybe it's budget reasons. Um, but this warlock was gassed, man. I don't think he gives a fuck. I think he was just killing you anyway. It doesn't matter. But anyway, the warlock went to the cemetery, spied on them, they saw, he saw them found the page, and then he he tortured the woman, the, the witch hunter's female friend, saying, give me the book, or I'll kill this woman, and then the, then the witch hunter put the page down, so they take them by hand, no magic or nothing, so he let the woman go, and then the witch hunter and the warlock started fighting it out, and then the warlock cheated, used a spell in his mouth, and he threw off some spells there. You know, some orange gook. And then the warlock at the book, he's ready he's ready to call the demon. I mean not the cheating, he ready um get the name of God, so he can say the name backwards. So the world could be destroyed, you know. And um the woman when the woman was trying to stop him, um the warlock threw the woman in the water. And that was before that scene, excuse me. Sorry guys. Um she realized that she fell into salt water, she used her diabetic needles to drain the salt water out and stab the warlock with it and then the salt was in the warlock's bloodstream and the warlock started turning to fire burning into ash like his body was burnt up and the, the body was the body was alive a little bit but the witch had to stomp use a foot to stomp the skull and then the warlock started, I mean excuse me the warlock's dead and the witch hunter starts talking to the woman gave her a kiss on the forehead telling her you know like you know, maybe maybe in another time, something like that. And then the witch hunter went back to his world pretty much and the woman got the book, the full page of the grimoire, and she buried it in the salt flat. So that means no warlock or no evil witch can ever grab touch the page ever again. So she like shoveling this buried in the salt flat flat at the other end. Like the white like salt desert like. And then she just drives off pretty much. And that was Warlock Part One. Um, I like this movie, I really do, I have both DVDs, and I hope, I hope they re-release this, I like to see a remastered version, maybe with behind the scenes commentary, behind the scenes commentary with Julian Sands, yeah, Julian Sands is a gangster, man, I, I love this character, man, I mean, you like Julian Sands in this movie, you check out Blood and Bones with Michael J. White, he doesn't do no fire, Julian Sands was like a 
Gandalf or his Motron's circuit, circuit ring, but he, you don't see him too much. You see him a little bit in the movie, but just his presence is just like so cool, you know? And I feel like Julian Sands is one of those underrated actors, man. Um, part 2 also has him play reprise the role of Warlock, but going for a different scenario this time, you know? Um, also, there's a Warlock 3, and I don't like Warlock 2 because Julian Sands was not, was not in Warlock 3. And I didn't like the movie anyway. I, think, I thought the movie was garbage, to be honest with you. But I believe Warlock could have been just, just more than just a trilogy franchise. I mean, the third one don't count. I'm going to count one and two only because Julian Sands was in it. But I believe that this, this Warlock character could have been so much more, man. It would have been, I believe, at least five parts, at least four or five or six. It had made it work, you know. But 